Shut up and sit down. Rex is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt under Higan Machado, a professional mixed martial artist, and a beer lover. Garrett is a former pro wrestler turned professional announcer and Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner, and also a lover of all things beer. Together, they are the Northwest Hop Team. Sit down and listen as Rex and Garrett talk local beer and MMA. What's good, what's not, and what's coming up in Beer and MMA. Welcome to the Northwest Hop Team Podcast. This is a fan-supported and listener-supported podcast supported by people just like you. We give it to you free of charge every single Wednesday at SoundCloud.com, Podomatic.com, and GlobalCombatNetwork.com. And this episode is brought to you by Karma Fight Gear. So if you want to check out Karma Fight Gear, please go to K-A-R-M-M-A-FightGear.com to get yourself or a fighter something valuable for them to train in or wear or look fashionable. Absolutely. Uh, the show, we're coming to you from Sandy Ann Brewing in Salem. And uh, this week on the podcast, we're going to look at the Knuckleheads fight card. We're also going to be looking at the Sasquatch Brewfest, among other things, and some UFC news. So get ready. Here we go. Where are we at, Rex? We're right here at Santa Ann Brewing at 2544 19th Street Southeast in Salem. That's 97306. And you can find them at www.santiambrewing.com. There we go. The beers we are sampling today. We're going to start with a Maibach. I love a Maibach. I can... I can name a few. Really, you you hit the Doppelbach and Maybach is a very close. Uh, they're very close in proximity to each other. Maybach seems to be a term that is fashionable in the Northwest. We have Rogue Brewing has a Maybach called Dead Gael. Yes, they we do. We also have Pelican has a Maybach. I don't recall the name offhand, but we're going to start right here with this Maybach, which is. Again, called the 1859 Maybach. They, they label it as a German lager, which is interesting to me. We will see what that means. Well, it looks like it's 6.1 alcohol by volume, which to me is high for a lager. But German lagers typically run a little bit higher in alcohol. So, yeah, again, we shall see. What do you see on the nose? There's absolutely no smell to it at all. There's no nothing on the nose. There's no head to it either. I don't see any foam. There's a little bit of a trace underneath it's got a nice copper color uh, a rich amber if you will yeah um let's let's do this let's do this 1859 Maybach by Santa Ann Brewing is going down the gullet right now I'm with I'm with Rex there isn't much on the nose other than really a crisp smell not much just clean and it, it does taste like your typical Maybach that's for sure it has kind of notes of a tip like a red IPA or something of that nature um I'm not a huge Maybach fan personally. Um, this is one, like I said, the first one we started with with uh, Sandy and Brewing. So we'll see. I, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's average to me. Yeah, I got to be honest. Like like I said, uh, Maybach is a term I've only heard a couple times in the Northwest, referring to dead dead guy by Rogue, which I, I do like that beer. Uh, this beer, I do taste a lager on the back end of it. Right. Um, there's kind of a, a, a weird musty or bacony flavor in the middle. Um, you can't go wrong with bacon. I I don't love it. 
it tastes more lager than anything, and I just do not like lager. Right. If you like lager, though, I will say this is a this is a very uh, again a, a clean tasting beer. Um, there's nothing wrong with this beer. It's just it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah, it's. I mean, they've got it on Untapped, which again I'm at Untapped at Shocker NW24, and Rex is R Payne P A Y N E 77 on Untapped. Uh, they've got it. He says kaboom. They've got it as a Maybach or a Hellsbach. There's so many beers in this sampler. We have ten beers. It's ten beers for twelve dollars, and they're three ounce samples, which is pretty impressive. I mean, you're getting your value beer wise. Uh, what it is, but I'm. I don't know. I would give it a three if you're looking at Untapped. All right. So MMA news coming up. We've got on June 6th in Tillamook, Oregon, the Knuckleheads Fight uh, promotion is putting on their fight, headlined by Jason Tyrone Lambert versus Tyson Jeffries. Uh, Rex is uh, apparently taking a selfie right now. Do you know anything about? Got to uh, do work. Got to do work. Yeah. You know anything about uh, Lambert or Jeffries? I just know that's the main event. <clears throat> what I know is uh, Jason Tyrone Lambert. He's been around for years. We've heard his name for years in this scene. Um, you know, I know he is well respected. I can't think of his his fighting style offhand. And, and Tyson Jeffries, he I don't know where he's at now, but he's sorry. I I believe he's a Team Quest guy. Very very solid guy. He had good wrestling, good striking. Um, that actually sounds. Just from from my knowledge or recollection of the local scene, sounds like a, a great fight. And um, Knucklehead throws a, a. Not only do they throw a good fight, what I love about Knucklehead is they pride themselves on starting on time. And any of you, any of you that have been to any MMA show, not just locally but anywhere in the world, it says the doors open at six, fights start at seven. You know that means the first fight's going to start about eight. Like they always run behind. One thing Knucklehead does is they pride themselves on starting on time and being on schedule. So it, it's a it's a well-oiled machine. They they run on time. Um, and Jason Tyrone Lambert versus Tyson Jeffries. I think that's a solid for a local show. I think that's a solid main event. And again, I don't know much about either guy, so that's why I left it to you. All right, for our second beer here at Saniam Brewing, we have the Spitfire Amber. And uh, I actually have the the notes on it, if you'd like. I'll go with it. It's a smooth English pale ale, a malty ale with caramel and toffee notes, balanced with a moderate hop bite from East Kent, Goldings, and Fuggles hops. So it's kind of a, a red, essentially. A red pale ale, which is sort of a... That does make a lot of sense, but we'll see. Uh, right now, you're looking at 6.2 in the uh, ABV. Yes, and and what I'm getting here when you hear the the term red pale ale is uh, this is uh, it seems from just our first couple of matches that I, we've tried here, first couple samples, this seems to be a place that's into the infusion type thing, which is very very hot on the market right now. If you People like to try and mix and match things and, and do all sorts of things to come up with their own unique um, flavor, if you will. And um, yeah, we're going to try it. So here's a red amber and Sandy Am Brewing. Yeah, they're also calling it an ESB, which is an extra special bitter, which that to me seems more like what it is. So we, uh, we will see. Yeah, and the ABV is 6.2, which we, we love anything above a 6. The IBU is a 40. And uh, here we go. 
that's definitely easy drinking that's for sure um i don't get the the esb to it too much it's not I, as bitter as i would expect it doesn't taste like an esb as far as an extra special bitter um and uh does it taste like an amber it, it's really one of those weird fusion beers again where i can't really place it it's a uh, red in color you can see the head or the foam um it does stick to the glass. That's a, that's a good sign. If, if you want a good quality beer, you you want the foam that sticks to the glass. Again, we do we do this every episode and we talk about it. And I show it here. If you're watching live online, and you should be, as, you know, if you're fans of the show, you're you're fans of beer, you're fans of MMA, you need to be, join up and be part of the Northwest Hop Team. Look at him putting putting in spots for us. That's how it works. Oh, yes. That's the business, my friend. That's so, the business. As we're into the Spitfire Amber, I, um... Got anything? I, well, I would order a pint of this, perhaps, over the, the first one. And, and that's just us being straightforward and honest, as we always are. We, we want you to have our straightforward, honest opinion on any brewery or beer we try. Right. But... With that, let's talk about this place. I see there's a there's a bunch of barrel casks of, of beer along, along the, the walls. It's got a nice environment in here. There's a lot of earth tones. Um, what, what is your impression so far of Santi well, and Brew? Oddly enough, I've been here once before. And uh, when I was here, it was during Zwigglemania last year. And with, uh, with that, I, I came in here not really having any kind of preconceived of it other than the fact that it's just like uh, Salem Mail Works where you're brewing right near your, your your tap so I mean from tap to to you know you're 40 to, feet away yeah less you're, than 40 feet away and all these casks that are out here like sitting right next to me on my left is a cask of pirate stout and we're which, gonna drink it yeah which I'm a huge fan of pirate stout I've had pirate several times it's a great uh, coconut stout but, uh, I love a coconut stout. I I always have. There there's a few of them out there. Coconut stouts are, are fantastic in right. my opinion. Which typically, uh, in, in at least when I'm looking at this, it's a very communal atmosphere. You know, come sit down, sit down next to somebody you don't know, drink some beer, talk beer, just like we're doing right now. Go over there, shoot some uh, some darts, hang out, watch some TV. It's a good spot, really. So if you get down here, head down to. Uh, San Ian Brewing and, and try out their beers. Once again, San Ian Brewing is 2544 19th Street Southeast in Salem. You can get at them at sanianbrewing.com. All right, let me get this thing down here. Yeah, let's roll on to this. All right, next on the uh, on the Knuckleheads card, one of the other fights that I'm kind of looking forward to is Hattie Alwanda versus Tommy Grajo. I, I don't know anything about Tommy, but Hattie I do know because I've rolled with Hattie. I've uh, I, I've trained a little with Hottie, and we've um, you know we we've crossed paths not only at fisticuffs. I think I've seen him at Rose City when I've been there. Um, a great athlete, a good striking. Of course, anyone that comes out of fisticuffs, fist, fisticuffs, um, you know, ran by Leonard Gabriel is gonna have great striking. Um, Hottie seems to be that uh, quintessential professional. He. He works hard on his striking, works hard on his grappling. True MMA fighter. I do not know a lot about Tommy. 
Um, but, you know, if he's willing to step in there and, and give it a shot, I, I got to believe that he has something going for him. Well, and, it, and it's a pro fight again. And with Hattie being a uh, – see, I think he's underrated in terms of the jiu-jitsu. He – I don't know what he's belted at, but I would – I've seen him just wreck dudes in advanced at uh, Naga and at uh, Sub League uh, representing 10th Planet up in Portland with um, Nathan Orchard. Not to mention – not to mention uh, – he he does he's he's known for his leg kicks uh being part of team chaos and part of animal house with uh enoch wilson who you know enoch pretty well uh hottie is all about kicking somebody in the leg and i've watched him kick dudes in the leg and they just say no mas there you go um there are certain guys out there can land those leg kicks and you know, make people want to quit. If your legs go out from under you, it's hard to fight. Very hard to fight. I think that'll be a great fight. Next, next we have, um, <clears throat> let's look on this card. We have Ian Kavaldin versus <laughs> Dustin Hurleman. Two guys you probably don't know much about, but I'm a big fan of Jan. I've rolled with Jan for almost a year now. He is, I believe, one and two as an amateur, and this is an amateur fight that I'm going to be looking forward to because I will probably be in attendance to watch on as he is one of my teammates with Team Chaos. Uh, just to see, his his moniker is It Feels Good, which to most probably sounds kind of weird, but Jan doesn't quit. That's his thing. Take his arm with you. That's how you're going to submit Jan, but you're not going to make Jan give up. He has that weird Russian spirit that he's just going to grind it out with you, and I don't know anything about Dustin Herleman. But uh, he, I think he's got his work cut out for him, honestly. Yeah, and, and back to Knucklehead, the promotion we're talking about. One thing I can say about Knucklehead is they are a local promotion that just, they match fights well. And uh, even if, even if you know, we ourselves are not very well spoken on, on the fighters, Knucklehead um, as a promotion, they match fights very evenly. All their fights are tough. Um, the thing I love about this promotion is they also do um, events at a local school in Wilhelmina, and and they uh, you know they make it so all the proceeds go to the school's wrestling program, you know so they're they're really a, a big faction in our community, and um, do nothing but good for the MMA scene. Right. As far as this fight itself, I don't know either of the guys. I just. I know that I'm going to trust in Knucklehead's matchmaking, and from what I've seen before, that this is going to be a great fight. All right. That sounds good. All right. What do we got next on the uh, docket? Next on the docket is the Idolator. Come on. Idolator. Idolator. It's a German Doppelbach. Again, Doppelbach being very close to my bog. You know, if we we want to get specific, Doppelbach, my bog. Very close. Um, it doesn't look like there's much head on the, the beard or, or foam. The color is a, a vibrant red, a, a really rich amber. Um, I smell more malts than hops on it. Definitely. On the nose. Um, yeah, there isn't there isn't much on the nose, honestly, which I guess, again, I'm not much of a Doppelock fan. I mean, I guess maybe I haven't had enough to really be that way, which is sort of sad seeing as how I'm of German descent. You'd think that I would I would be a Doppelbach and a Maybach fan. Yeah. But it's a really, like, a, a very mild beer, very very easy drinking. 
That brings us to a, another interesting point because I'm not too much of German descent. I, I do have Linder in my family, which comes from Linder Manage German. But uh, I do love German beer. You, not so much. Not so much. And Fertig being the German word for Finnish, I'm pretty German in terms of, of the way that it works. But yeah, not a huge German beer fan. This beer, I smelled it. I don't know if you want to call it a Chipotle or a, a smoky um, middle, if you will. There's a not bit. much on the nose. I smell smoky in the middle. And the, the finish kind of fizzles out. I'm... It's not a bad beer. Yeah, it's I, not bad, but it's, it's not it's not top in the charts. I, I would have to be honest. I haven't found a, a beer yet that I would uh, I would really sit down and have a pint of. Right, I'm I'm with you so far. However, we're getting close to my wheelhouse, so then it may turn into another story. Yes, and anytime you're in someone's wheelhouse, you know that, that that's their prime. That that's what they like to sit in and and ride a groove. Uh, feel a buzz. The, the wheelhouse is the most important part of anyone's repertoire. And uh, real quick, here at San Am Brewing, you get 10 three-ounce samples for $12. So again, that's a really good deal. And uh, we chose 10 out of the 18 they have on tap. So it's it's not like you can, you know, you're, you're getting a, a real select few. You could pretty much choose what you want tons of beers here they have a lot that uh, like the red x that we'll be uh, reviewing here in a little bit red x is also on cask along with being just regular so you've got a couple and the spitfire that we just finished doing both of those are cask along with uh being just regularly tapped so you you can get them both ways we got we went with without being casked just because if you cask one you're gonna have to cask them all just to be the way that you're gonna be I find that to be very true, Garrett. And this next one is not a cask beer. Again, this is a cold porter. It's an American robust porter. It's 6.2 ABV and a 29 ABU. So cold porter, like you said, it's robust porter. But at the same time, it's uh, let me let me give you their review on it just for. Uh, for whatever medium body porter with a moderate hop character that allows for a roasty malt to shine so when we get to it we will definitely let you know exactly how this is i'm going to go on untapped which again is shocker nw24 so you can uh, look up me and see how i'm doing again i've been at this a while so you'll definitely be able to, to see what i've been drinking Yes, and, and I myself am R-Pain 77, Pain being P-A-Y-N-E. Um, hit us up. Hit us up on Untapped. We will give you our best description and best rating for every beer we try. And we are found throughout the Northwest. We've also been, um, you know, people as far away as Thailand have wanted us to review beers and uh, do things. Yep. And little, little shout out to uh, Brandon Kessler in Thailand. Yeah, Brandon Kessler. He's coming out with with a book called "If You're Not Cheating, You're Not Trying." It, it uh, I, I think it highlights a lot of ways guys try and do uh, weight cutting, weight cutting, or possibly maybe even um, the gray areas and rules, or, or or pretty much cheat. Maybe uh, it shows ways guys can get away with cheating in MMA. And, and Brandon Kessler, I've rolled with him, I trained with him. He's he's a friend of mine. 
Um, he's in Thailand. He's doing great. And he, he came out with his book. We'll, we'll review it in an upcoming episode. Yeah, odds are I'll probably have to be the one to read it, but uh, I'll read that. I also want to read uh, Ronda Rousey's new book, and we'll review that as well on an upcoming episode. Yes, and we can talk all day about Ronda Rousey. That's fine with me. See, Rex smiles when he says Ronda Rousey because he looks at women like, yep, she's good looking. She's probably a good fighter. But, you know, you can't complain. That that hey, she's, she's pound for pound one of the best women in the world. She might be pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world. The truth is... I'm a connoisseur of all things that are magnificent, and uh, definitely, um, well, well, as I say, that sounds very sexist, but, you know, there are magnificent women, sure. and I'm a connoisseur of magnificent women, and she has a good opinion, and is a good fighter. And by good opinion, there's a good chance she may beat your ass. Yes. All right, anyway. So, with so, the, sorry about that, Rhonda. With the Cole Porter... All I've got for a description, other than what I told you earlier, it's a robust porter. So let's uh, check it out and see what we think here. Hmm. It's a 6.2 ABV. It's got 29 IBUs. We know that'll be light on the hops. Um, it's an American robust porter. It's North American barley with English roasted and crystal malts. And anytime you hear crystal malts, what comes to your mind? Crystal malt-wise, I don't really know. Um... I don't. I don't have an opinion, crystal malt wise. Honestly, you put me on the spot. It's it's a clean well, malt smell well, my, in terms of. of well, that's my job there, buddy. Yeah, you just put me in a corner. Oh, a little, there you go. There's not. There's not a whole lot on the head. I do smell. On the nose. What's he got? It smells like it. You know, I can tell it's gonna be a really smooth stout. Um. I do smell them all in it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I, you know, it, it's not thick on the head. Well, here we go. Down the gullet. That's the only way to find out. For me, I got a little bit of coffee on the nose. Uh, very mild while I'm drinking it's like, it. It's that smoky or chipotle flavor they put in all their salads. I'm not sure I'm a fan. I, I, would, I would drink this. Uh, in terms of porters... For Sandy M, we're gonna to get to the pirate, the pirate stout. That is probably my favorite beer from Sandy M in terms of dark beers. Uh, so you'll see it here shortly. But this is definitely a drinkable porter. By I mean, again, we're at Sandy M Brewing. Um, at Sandy M Brewing, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I myself <clears throat> have tried a, a single sample that I would order a pint of. This this one I might I might I might try the cold porter a couple times because I've had it before, but again if you want to come down to Sandyam Brewing, 2544 19th Street Southeast in Salem, or go to sandyambrewing.com for their beer list. All right, last but not least, we've got Michael Gonzalez versus Freddie the Humble Bailey. I don't know anything about Gonzalez. I've watched Freddie Bailey's last two fights. Why don't you tell us more about Freddie Bailey? So, weirdly enough, I didn't realize Freddie Bailey was a fighter until I met his brother. And his brother actually uh, graduated with my wife, and uh, we went to a, to a, a knuckleheads fight in Salem. And uh, Freddie was fighting, and my wife goes, "Oh, that's that's uh, George's little brother." And I went, "Oh, okay, cool." So Freddie is—he's, I mean, he's a hard-nosed fighter, that's for sure. Uh, the humble—I would go with that. He's—he's he's not one of those guys that'll brag and boast about how good he is. But this is going to be a hard fight for both of them, I think. Again, I don't know much about Michael Gonzalez. 
But uh, I think Freddie is on a roll, and there's a good chance that Freddie may bring this one home. Uh, again, you don't know much about either fighter, so. I don't know. I, I've heard both names, and I know that they both have uh, come up in the Northwest, and, you know, uh, I know they both competed hard, and they, they both have earned earned to be a prominent fight on this card. Um, Knucklehead is a good promotion here, and... Uh, I think it's going to be... I'm, I'm going to take Garrett's word for it uh, for once. I don't usually trust his word at all. Man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm going to go with Garrett on this. And I think Freddie Bailey's probably the guy to root for in this fight. But I, I think it'll be evenly matched. I think it'll be a great fight for the fans. All right. Up next, we've got a Pirate Stout. And for me... Honestly, this is my favorite beer that St. Anne Brewing does. And honestly, its I've seen it win awards at the uh, Oregon Gardens Brewfest last wow. year uh, as beer of the of the Brewfest. It's wow. a chocolate coconut stout, which if you're a coconut fan, you're a coconut fan. If you're not, you're not. But it is honestly one of the best stouts I've had. Rex has got to finish off that cold porter so we can get to what this I'm pirate gonna stout. What I'm going to say about this is... When a coconut stout is done right, it is fantastic. Yes. And we've seen examples come up, you know, come up from coconut stouts in Hawaii. Um, we've seen, we've seen a few coconut stouts done right. We've seen some done wrong. When it is done right, it is a fantastic beer. So the way that their description they give is dark and creamy for an extra stout, aged on rum-soaked oak and conditioned with pure natural coconut, a pirate favorite. A high-gravity, bold, full-bodied, mildly sweet, tropical-style stout, coconut-flavored flavored with hints of rum and oak, 49 IBUs. And what I'm going to say is, uh, yeah, this is a typical stout. You can't see through it in the light, and I like that in a stout. I like a stout if it's going to be dark, almost pitch black. And this is a pitch black stout. The head on it looks a little thin. It is there. It is present. Um... Awesome. I smell the coconut on, oh, yeah. on the nose. Yep. Yeah, for me, this is one of the... I tried this beer a couple years ago for the very first time, and I was surprised with the this amount pirate? of... Yeah, this is Pirate. With the amount of coconut that it had. But it's not overpowering, which even if you're not a huge fan of coconut, you'll enjoy this beer. So this beer is one of those beers that I would have a pint of. I, I honestly bought growlers of this beer. That's for sure. And for those of you outside of Oregon, Growlers are 64 ounces, 128 ounce vessels of beer that you can take home for you. You'll see it if you come to Oregon. You'll get it. Yeah, Growlers, it's not only a huge market, it's a way to go. If you, li- if you live somewhere that serves Growlers, you can take one home and have fresh. It's almost like having fresh on-tap beer yep. in your fridge. Um, they last about three or four days, and then they're done. But for those three or four days, you have um, you have a good six pack or more uh, of fresh craft beer. Yeah, um, um, depending on the vessel that you're using, if you're using uh, like a drink tank, their seal so good you can get about ten days out of a beer. Uh, if you're using something from 5150 or I'm sorry 50-50 or any of those other, you're gonna get five days out of it. But if you can't drink 64 ounces of beer in five days, we got problems. All right, and, and what we have with Pirate Stout is a medium-bodied stout. It's uh, partly aged in rum barrels, and I can taste that. Yep. 
Absolutely. I, I certainly can taste the partly aged in rum barrels. Um, and then it's finished with a flaked coconut. And you taste that kind of on the top of it. You can smell the coconut. It's, it doesn't have a lot for the nose as far as smell. But I do taste the, the rum. Like like Garrett, Garrett and I have talked before about beer having three three parts. And the first part might be mostly nose. But the, the second part is that, that long middle. And yep. I, I taste the coconut in there. No, let me, let me correct that. I, I think what I taste in this dark beer, which is fantastic beer, is I, I think I taste the rum a little bit in the middle, and it finishes with coconut. Yes, that's pretty much the way I would say it as well. Whew. Yeah, and you can tell it's strong. It's great. I, w- I would have a pint of this. So here we go. Here for for, for my, myself, um, this would be the one I would have a pint of if I came here, and, yep. I, and I love it. And that's, that's coming from a guy that's not a dark beer fan. Me, on the other hand, being a dark beer fan, I knew ahead of time that this would be a beer that I would love. Yes. And uh, what do we have next here? All right, coming up uh, June 6th, we've got the Sasquatch Brewfest, uh, noon to 10.30 at the Hop Valley Tasting Room in Eugene. So uh, make sure you go down there and check out the Sasquatch Brewfest. Lots of good beer down there. Uh, Eugene, not... Not the mecca of beers in Oregon, but they're they're creeping their way up. It's it's a Portland uh, bend thing, but eventually you're going to get Eugene in the mix. Lots of good breweries down there with Oakshire and Hop Valley and Plank Town in Springfield and things and like Nkasi. that. And Nkasi. And Nkasi, yeah. Those, Nkasi's a great one. Yeah, Rex is a huge fan of uh, Dawn of the Red. So yes. uh, make sure you head down there June 6th, 10.30, I'm sorry, noon to 10.30 p.m. at the Hop Valley Tasting Room, and I believe that's on... Second uh, Street in Eugene. All right, you got another beer here coming up? What do we got? Yes, sir, we do have another beer coming up. Got the Lacy Lady. We have the Lacy Lady, the Session IPA. It's a 5.1, which for a session is a little high, which, um, you know, if, if if you follow our show and know myself, <laughs> I, I do like to hire ABV. Yes. Um, I drink with a purpose. I have a point in mind is I want to... Um, I want to enjoy my drink and I want to feel a little buzz. So 5.1 for a session, pretty high for me. It's I love it. Yep, and it's a uh, it's definitely a light IPA. You can see through it. It's it's uh, I, I'm pretty it, sure just before I even get get it, you know, in my mouth. But it's gonna be one of those beers you're gonna drink some uh, drink while you're while it, you're uh, mowing the lawn. Kind it of does beer. have that perfect IPA color. I mean, this Ooh. is a perfect IPA color. It's like a light amber, a light copper, um, a light caramel, if Almost, you will. Yeah. Um, it's got 5.1 ABV, a 55 IBU, which is kind of right in the middle. Um, well, that's sort of your wheelhouse, I, man. Yeah, IBUs, if I'm in there in the 55, yeah, I'm loving it. Um, what do we got? We got it's a North American uh, pale malt. It's a... Caramel, it's in a chocolate mold. So with the chocolate hint in there, it's kind of interesting if you ask me. It's a medium-bodied stout. Go ahead. Well, to me here, I've drank it a little bit, and uh, it's it's it is interesting. It's it's weird. I'm I'm surprised. I do I do taste the slight chocolate to it. Um, along with a little bit of the piney of an IPA, but it being a pale, and it does have the tomahawk uh, hops, which is 
is very interesting. And uh, away from that, it's light, dry, crisp American-style IPA with an IB with an ABV level that may allow to have an extra. Yeah, it's uh, that 5.1 again. I might have two of them. Yeah, but this, along with the pirate, this may be one of those beers that you put in a growler and you put in your fridge and you drink while you're mowing the lawn or doing yard work or whatever. But you should not drink and drive. And we say that every episode it comes up. At least one time. At least one time. And, um, yeah, if you listen to this, don't drink and drive. You might have two of these, but you still... It's up there. 5.1 It's a good, strong beer. It's uh, nice to sit back and have a beer. If you had two of them, you'd have a buzz. Yeah. Or I would. Yep. So here we go with the Lacey Lady. Um, the color's good. Rex is still staring at the thing. Get it down. Oh, it has a nice hoppy taste. As I get it down, I really, I really, really, really love the hoppy flavor in it. This is the beer, the Lacey Lady. The Lacey Lady here at San Am Brewing uh, is probably my favorite beer so far. And Garrett and I might disagree, and that's yes. fine. Everyone disagrees. Um, but the, uh, the truth is, as an IPA man, I can taste the hops in here. It tastes like a clean beer. I'm 100% behind this as my favorite beer here so far is the Lacey Lady. I'm working on trying to trying to get these put into my... Uh... Into my untapped. It'll be a minute. Uh, but coming up next week, or I'm sorry, this coming weekend, we've got uh, UFC Fight Night, June 6th, Tim Bosch versus Dan Hendo Henderson. We'll just do the top three fights in this, uh, starting with Dustin Poirier. Let me get back here. Dustin Poirier versus Yanti Mendesiro. Poirier, aside from this last fight, has been on a tear. Where is this fight coming from? This is from New Orleans, Louisiana. So you're not going to have any uh, out-of-country fighters, really. If it was me and I'm and I'm picking, I'm picking Poirier over Yancey, honestly. I don't know a lot about Yancey. What I, I know a lot about is Dustin Poirier. Um, he comes from, I believe he was shipped down to American Top Team. Before that, he came with uh, Tim Crotier and... Uh, in the, the Louisiana area, and I myself, as an amateur, competed in Louisiana, and, and I'm a little familiar with that area, so I definitely would, uh, I would pull for Dustin Portier, and that's just me as a guy that, um, I tend to root for guys based on what I know, and what, and what I know is Dustin Portier was a guy that Tim Crudier, um, you know, he took to a certain level, couldn't get him any further, and shipped him down to American Top Team. And Dustin Portier has had a great career beyond that. Well, there you go. All right, what do we got coming up next, beer-wise? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? We're on Ecotopia. No, we're not. We're on number seven. We're on the Sergeant Cutter, my friend, Mar- Sergeant Cutter. Where are you? Cutter is a is a back-to-the-roots original Victorian version of the English-style IPA brewed up to the imperial strength. Don't expect as an in-your-face hop assault as this IPA. 
This is not a West Coast IPA, IPA, but brewed to the original style with a strong English malt characteristic. Uh, I'm getting there. Strong English characteristic and a moderate earthy hop aroma with English fugles and first gold hops imported from the, from England. English Maris. Otter barley lends the authentic bready characteristic and crisp caramel malts uh, add an amber hue to this and dry English IPA. Cutter is made with an all English malt and hop yeast. Where is Rex going? We got it right here, buddy. Your beer is you right know, there. I, I agree completely. I couldn't even agree with Garrett Moore. Uh, he's not only my partner in crime and co-host of this show. Um, I think he hit the nail on the head with that one. This one's a great beer. We're going to check it out right now. There's a little malty, kind of a sweet smell on the flavor. I get kind of an orange on the nose. Um, I don't see much as far as as the head. As far as the foam, not much. It's very thick looking like like a fruit beer or something. It's it's very thick. Um, What do you... I have have fruit on the nose. It it has a consistency almost of uh, a Hefeweizen, at least the way I'm looking at it. And you're right, it is kind of thick. And then you have a fruit on the palate, which to me is fine. It's it's really kind of odd. I'm not I'm not really. It's not that I'm not digging it. I'm not really. I'm not really familiar with the with the complexion of this beer. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, not on the list, man, so you're not going to see it. I'm, I was looking at Untapped, which again, go to Untapped, and then go to uh, Shocker NW24 to see how I rated this. Yes. And don't follow my ratings much, because I'm just not that great at it. But <laughs> um, I'm kind of I'm an idiot as far as the, the internet stuff is concerned. Yeah, Rex, Rex is new to Untapped, so give him a break. I'm like 500 beers in, so... You can call me a seasoned vet. Yes. But uh, this beer, uh, I honestly w- probably wouldn't order a pint of it. It's not something I would I would drink on a regular basis at all. Yeah, not really. All right, coming up next on the UFC fight card, we have Ben Rothwell and Matt Mitrione. You anybody to read these guys? I, I instantly want to pick Ben Rothwell. Just because of the uh, grit and toughness in the IFL background? And the IFL. And I was a fan of the IFL. And Matt Mitrione, you know, he's called Meathead on his show. He, uh, he's very tough. He, you know, he's Matt Mitrione. Every, everyone likes him for what he is. But Ben Ben Rothwell is a tried and true veteran. And I just think that he's going to beat the shit out of Matt Mitrione. What do you, what do you got, Gary? I, I think that you're right. Mitrione... As great as he is and as much of an athlete as he is, he, he doesn't have the experience of a Ben Rothwell, who ranked number 9 in the world, Matt Mitrion ranked number 12 in the world. But Rothwell just has that veteran experience that, I mean, Mitrion's been around since the Ultimate Fighter when he was on there. Uh, when, and when he got on the Ultimate Fighter, he had zero professional fights behind him. And let's be honest, Mitrion's got 12 pro fights versus Ben Rothwell's... 43. 43. And, and that is a huge difference. And yes. you can slice and dice and say anything you want about that, but you really can't make up anything about it because uh, those 43 fights are huge. And Ben Rothwell fought nothing but the best of the best, best 
regionally in the IFL. Yep. He's come in the UFC and fought again the best of the best. Uh, I, I think Matt Mitrione's going to be in deep waters here. And, and I, I think that's where Ben Wathwell is going to go, is he's going to take Mitrione into deep water and see and test him a little bit to see what he's got. But again, I'm, I'm going to pick Ben Rothwell over Matt Mitrione in this. Not to mention in the... Uh, the fights that we had with uh, Johnson and Cormier, I only missed one fight. So if you're betting, you might want to bet on me in terms of uh, how well that uh, I pick fights. All right, we've got our next beer coming up, the Middle Pond IPA. Yes, and the Middle Pond, again, is another kind of light. This one's a light ambered color uh, beer from Sandy Am. Go ahead, Gary. Give us, give us a rundown on this beer. It's an experimental IPA uh, from from Saniam. They don't even give a description, which is weird. It's an English IPA, so it's not going to be nearly as hoppy as a, as a typical Northwest IPA or even a pale ale would be. Uh, you're going to get a lot of the, the basics of an IPA. It's, it's going to be an easy drink an IPA, or should be. So we'll see how this turns out. got a little bit of hoppy taste. I mean, it's not as hoppy as you would expect from a typical IPA. Uh, I, I expected a little little higher in terms of what it is. Uh, let me. I really did too. I was kind of shocked in that when I when I tried it and smelled it. I just I was a little I was a little shocked in that. Go ahead, go ahead, my friend. I don't know if I'd say I was shocked, but it's it's it is a typical English IPA where it's it's very mild, but it's it's getting the job done in terms of 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 being the profile of a typical IPA. So this is this is again the Middle Pond IPA, and again it's it's a English UK hybrid IPA at 6.1 percent uh, alcohol by volume and 60 what, IBUs. So here's the deal. What what I myself have personally come to realize, and I don't know if Garrett agrees, but but I myself. Is as you go to European beers, you find more rye and malts in them. And as you come to American, especially in the Northwest, where we have the best hops in the world, I'm going to say Cascade and Willamette Valley hops, best hops in the world. Um, what you get is these IPAs where they're a hybrid, is a mix of the malts and the hops, and you know yada yada yada, if you will. It, um, it creates but, a good balance. I really like this IPA. I, I think it's a great beer. And again, it's 6.1 AB, ABV and a 60 IBU. This is this is a good IPA, right? Right yeah. down the middle. Right down the middle. Yeah, this may be one that I would I would go and, and get a, a growler of. Uh, I guess I base a lot of of my my beer drinking and whatever off just sitting around in my front yard or my backyard and. You know, just watching watching the sunset and watching life go by while I'm drinking a good beer. That's to me the way it needs to be. So this this might be one of those beers that I would I would put in a growler and sit out with me and drink it here, pint at a pint at a pint at a pint at a time. I for sure would myself. So I think we're both agreed. This is a great beer, a great beer for any occasion. Um, 
I, I like it on a warm spring day if it's unseasonably warm. I could have one of these uh, one of these crossbred IPAs. It's an English uh, USA IPA. I like it. I, I like it immensely. I, I can't say enough about it. Where are we at, my friend? We've got two more beers to uh, review, but we've gone to our main Let's event. Let's go to some fights. Of the UFC. Fight night, June 6th. Tim Bosch versus Dan Henderson. I would never, ever, ever in my life vote against Dan Henderson. And as I say that, I say that as a person that's met Dan a few times, hung out with Dan. Um, Tim Bosch, he's from Alaska. He's tough. He's this and that. He's yada, yada, yada. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. What I'm going to say is, Dan Henderson is a cool dude. He fights tough, and he can knock anyone out with his right hand. If he get, if he can create the space, create the distance, get the measure he needs on that right hand, he will win. And I will always root for Dan Henderson. And it's weird. I'm, I'm the same way. I'll definitely go with Hendo on this fight, even though he's not in the top even 14 ranked fighters in this in the middleweight division. Uh, oddly enough, Tim Bosch, when I got on Twitter years ago, was my first Twitter follower, which I thought was really weird, but either way, you can't vote against someone with the veteranism, and I use veteranism as a fake word, even though it is a real word, or real word of Dan Henderson. God, the guy just, he's forgot more about MMA than most of the guys in the game even remember. So, you've got Hendo versus the Barbarian, I've got Hendo probably taking this by decision unless he throws one of the Hendo bombs and drops Bosch with that big right hand. Alright, what do we got next, Rex? Oh, I agree completely. Um, it could be the fight of the night, actually. It could be, yeah. I think Saturday, June 6th, we have the Bender Beer the Bend Beer Chase at 6 a.m. The Cascade Relay the 495 Northeast Bellevue Drive. What do you got on that, Gary? <laughs> well, let's get to the next beer, and then we'll we'll go to the uh, the Ben Beer Chase. Next, we've got the Red X. It's an India Red Ale. So, tell me what you think. This is a uh, a beer with with Citra and Sikkim hops, which honestly, those are probably my two favorite hops of any hop variant around. So, it should be fruity. It should be uh, a little bit a little bit floral, and in a red, that ought to be interesting. So, let's see what you think. All right, we're going to check it out right now. I get hops on the nose. I, I do smell hops on the nose slightly. It's dark red. It's a dark, dark red. Yes. I mean, it is darker than an amber beer. Um, I'm not sure the head on it is very thick. I don't even think it sticks to the glass very well. This is actually way better than I expected, honestly. I mean, there's there's Rex showing you on the Ustream broadcast. But, uh, yeah, this is actually probably one of their better beers, honestly. I've had Red X before, and uh, I'm I'm impressed with this as, as every other time that I've been impressed with this beer before. I don't like it. And and we we try here on, on the Northwest Hop Team to... To, to like every beer and we don't want to give anything a bad review because beer is good and he, 
and and beer is good for humans. Yes. Um, there was an article that said the dark beer was good for the, for people. It helps keeps you healthy. And it's good for the soul. Yeah, and if, let's just say it's it's good for the human spirit. Yes, and if you drink beer and it's good for the soul and it's on the internet, it must be true. It must be true. I don't know how much I like it. this certain beer. I th- I think Gary does. So you know, for each his own, for each his own, and and the truth is. Life with beer is better than life without beer. Absolutely. All right, so let's see what Rex can do with the rest of this. Then we got one beer after this. You want to watch it? Can we turn it to the camera? Oh, I'll turn to the camera. There you go, buddy. Show them off. So here it is. If you're watching the camera, you'll see I have a good four-ounce sample in front of me. I'm going to down it. Because why? Uh Because I down every fucking beer. That's what I do. When Rex gets drunk, he gets expletive. There it is. Chug, 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 chug. Boom. Beer done. All right, we got one more beer. Well, you see, though, look, as you see this beer, you'll see some of the heads stick to it. And when the head sticks to it, we know it's a good, clean beer. It's not only clean. It's not only a clean beer. It's also a beer that is made with quality. It's got good good ingredients and uh yeah we're now on to our next one which garrett on to our last beer garrett was going to tell you about and, and we were going to talk a little bit more about local mma and stuff well we'll get there just give me a second i, I, I have to, to i have to give garrett a second he's garrett's a professional that makes the show happen if <laughs> anyone needs to know you know i I had an idea, Garrett ran with it, and here we are. That's, Northwest that, Hop Team. That's Northwest Hop Team. All right, so North, uh, June 6th, excuse me, is the uh, Bend Beer Chase. It's a road race in Bend. Yeah, we're getting all kinds. We're there. Yes, we're, we're there. Uh, again, starts at 6 a.m., Cascade Relays, 495 Northeast Bellevue Drive in Bend. <coughs> Go to benbeerchase.com to uh, check it out. It's a road race. I'm pretty sure it's a 15 and 8 and a 5K, just in case you're curious. You can uh, go there, and uh, just like every other good beer run that has ever been around, once you finish the race, there's beer at the end, which is how it, how it should be, honestly. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. All right, and our last beer. Do we have this on our list? Do we have number 10? We do have Ecotopia. Rex is busy there trying to trying to tweet know. some stuff. I'm, I'm not tweeting. I was doing my uh, untap. Untap, that a boy. As you can see, see all that untap stuff. Yeah. <laughs> as we uh, go on to that, but I'm going to tell you about this beer. Is it? It's a it's a heavy caramel in color, as we've discussed before. I can see through it. The head on it is pretty light. I've had Ecotopia and before, so go ahead. Ecotopia. It's a Northwest IPA. It is. It's got a 6.2 ABV. Yep. Um, a 72 IBU. So it's getting a little heavier on IBUs, which means a little more malty than hops, uh, if you ask me. And to me, I get I get more of a hop in the nose. This is a dry hop, light and dry, with huge citrus and pie resin hop aroma and flavor. And what I'm going to do, not to interrupt my partner, go who ahead. is go a ahead. genius as well, um, I'm going to go ahead and take a drink. 
and I've had Ecotopia before, probably three or four times, and this is, to me, aside from Pirate Stout, one of Sanium's best beers that they have. Uh, it's a great Northwest IPA. I'm a fan of the Northwest IPA in general with beers like the Hop Venom or uh, anything like that. In that in that vein, this is a this is a hop venom style beer. Not quite as high in alcohol, but still easy drinking. Very characteristic of a Northwest IPA. Um, it is. It is completely. Um, not only is it char- characteristic of a, a Northwest IPA, it's exactly like a Northwest PA. Um, I, I think Rex on the downslide right now. <laughs> Good thing we're ten beers in. That's yes. But um, if we're doing math, it's really like 20. Yes, that is true. Um, the color's right. What else you got, Garrett? This beer, again, it's it's your, it's a little lighter if you're looking at a Northwest IPA, but it's got that copper color like a typical Northwest IPA may have uh, in terms of, excuse me, like a, a uh, an RPM or something like that. But it's it's this is one of those few beers where I would I would get a couple pints of and just drink. It's a good beer. It really is, and every beer here has been exceptional. Yep. I mean, if it was me again, I've been here before. I would take the uh, Ecotopia and the Pirate are my two favorite beers out of the ten we we uh, sampled, hands down. I'm gonna have to agree. There's there's no disagreement with Garrett on that. It's uh. Every beer we sampled was exceptional. There you go. Um, and not only exceptional, every beer we uh, we reviewed was fantastic. Go ahead, Gary. All right. And uh, last but not least on our uh, agenda today, we've got the Eugene Beer Week, uh, June 1st to June 7th. You can go to beer, eugenebeerweek.org to see all that's coming up in terms of Hot Valley, Oakshire, Ninkasi, and so on that are going to help you out with Eugene Beer Week. So make sure you go to eugenebeerweek.org to check out Eugene Beer Week. So with that, we've tried 10 beers here from Saniam Brewing right here at 2544 19th Street Southeast, 97306 in Salem. You can reach them at saniambrewing.com. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Karma Fight Gear at K-A-R. MMAfightgear.com. Get yourself something. Their uh, signature Gorilla Tea is great for us. I've got a couple. It's a fantastic shirt. Absolutely. There, there's no denying that that um, Carmen not only knows their MMA gear, but they also put their gear on great fighters locally. They they put their their they put their gear. What they put on their gear is great. Um, advertising it, it's a nice shirt the quality is great of the shirt they have a great logo it's got the gorilla on it yes which is their which is their deal look Rex Rex is Rex is he's uh he's he's on the end of his rope right now he's he may have drank a little bit too much beer no no one would ever say that I'm okay. a professional completely. he's a professional and my beer is uh, about eight inches away from my mouth and that's good. Or my mic. Yes. It's All right. Good. So that's the close of our show. So for Garrett Furtick, that's me. And Rex Payne. Rex Payne, that's yep. me. Coming to you every Wednesday on SoundCloud, Podomatic, and the GlobalCombatNetwork.com. Make sure to review, yes. rate, and subscribe us. 
every Wednesday. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter at NWHopTeam. Go to Instagram, Northwest underscore Hop underscore Team. You can send us an email if you have questions, comments, and concerns at NorthwestHopTeam at gmail.com. Follow us on Untapped. I'm on Untapped at ShockerNW24. And Rex is there at RPayne77, P-A-Y-N-E, on Untapped. He's brand new. I'm kind of a seasoned veteran. You can also go there to our... Go. There you go. Also, go to, go to our webpage at facebook.com slash Northwest Hop Team and like our page so you know when we're coming up every week, you can see us every Wednesday. Listen to us. We're the hour of a week that you want to know about beer. So from Rex... From me, I'm Garrett. I'm Rex Signing off. Cheers.